Here's a message from Ken Lavica. You know how we love hypotheticals. So what are we going to do? Present some sports hypotheticals. Deal with it. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here. And uh, we've been blowing and going. And so Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Man, we've been working together long enough. Myself, Theo Dorsey, Stone Labanowitz. For them to know my love, my passion of living in hypotheticals. Because it always gives hope, right? There's always a hope, unless you're the most cynical person alive. So you. (laughs) Touche. (laughs) Touche, my friend. Uh, Maybe it's why I love hypotheticals so much, because I live in such a cynical world. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. I I hearken back to the final night of Conan O'Brien on uh, his failed Tonight Show uh, venture, where uh, he said, don't be sad for me. Don't take it out on Jay Leno, because I hate cynical people. I'm I'm a cynical person though. Like, I I appreciate the sentiment. Conan is very positive. He's a bigger man than me. Uh, I'm I'm cynical. But living in hypotheticals gives me maybe more rays of hope than I typically would would have. And to be able to to bandy about uh, them with you makes me feel a little bit better. You objectively, Theo, uh, are are generally on the positive side of things. Is that yeah. fair? Well, yeah. Like confidence, optimism, for sure. Like, do I heckle a lot? Am I a troll sometimes? Are you a sometimes? hater? Sure. Yeah, for sure. But, but like, being a hater and being optimistic uh, are two different things. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, the hate side of me, that's that's specifically for my own entertainment. Right. right? Like, but my pure outlook on life, very optimistic, very positive, very like, hey, this stuff is yeah. going to work out. You can be very positive and also have a lot of enemies. Hell yeah. And want to make enemies. Yes. there You can entirely live your life that way. Stone, no matter what's going on in his life, the ups and downs, the trials, the tribulations, the great moments, the high moments, the low moments, he generally keeps an even, positive, sunshiny feel. And he really offsets me a lot. And that's what I appreciate about him. Yeah, that's very accurate. I yeah. don't have much to add or much to say on top of that. But yes, we typically are on opposite sides when it comes to that spectrum. Yeah. Uh, can I... Can I read you guys a story? Can you settle in for story time here? I'd love to. Okay. Mm. Uh, Tim Graham. Tim Graham, who is a very good friend of mine, writes for The Athletic, covers all things Buffalo, used to work for ESPN, covered the AFC East. That's where I met him in my time covering the Dolphins. He is one of the finest writers uh, in the world, in my opinion, uh, and and uh, has one of the driest, most satisfying senses of humor you'll ever, uh, you'll ever uh, find. This is from Tim Graham. In The Athletic, this was yesterday morning. The interview had barely begun when the images appeared over Sean McDermott's shoulder. They weren't the worst lowlights ESPN could have shown right then, but they were haunting enough. Quote, oh, geez, McDermott said when it was pointed out, his forced laugh sounded more like a groan. The unopened hotel lobby bar offered privacy Sunday morning, although not an escape if there is such a thing amid the NFL Klieg lights. The TVs were on counting down the greatest games from last season. Number two was the Buffalo Bills wrenching playoff defeat in Highmark Stadium. Quote, 
It's painful, McDermott said, his voice trailing off. He watched for a little bit. Tyler Bass's kick didn't go through the uprights this time either. Quote, there's a guy crying, McDermott muttered. He winced and shook his head a little at the sight of a Bills fan pulling a winter hat down over his eyes and sobbing. Quote, what was the question again? Off-season questions have gotten repetitive for McDermott, who this week is attending his eighth NFL scouting combine as Bills head coach. He still hasn't taken his team to the Super Bowl. Three straight years, the Bills have been eliminated in the second round of the playoffs. A faction of displeased fans wants to move on, convinced McDermott is squandering quarterback Josh Allen's superpowers. McDermott is aware of this. He's also aware his mentor-turned-perennial AFC obstacle Andy Reid endured similar criticism when they were with the Philadelphia Eagles together. Reid fired McDermott, and the Eagles eventually fired Reid, who since has won three Super Bowls with the Kansas City Chiefs and looks like a first-ballot Hall of Famer. Quote, it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, McDermott said, of winning a Lombardi trophy. That is the relentless pursuit. There's the money quote right there. Love it. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, Sean McDermott on the Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl. Before we dive in a little bit deeper here and play the hypothetical game, I just want to I just want to gauge the temperature in the room here. Sean McDermott, head coach, says it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when the Buffalo Bills win the world's championship. Theo, your initial reaction to that is what? I mean, it's what he has to say, right? Number one, it's what he has to say. He's obligated to say that as the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. He's also not wrong, right? Like, If this NFL thing as we know it continues on for the next couple of centuries, I'm sure there's going to be a year in which the Buffalo Bills are the last team standing hoisting that Lombardi trophy. Is Sean McDermott going to be on the sideline? Is Josh Allen going to be the one throwing the footballs? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But it is a matter of when, not if, the Buffalo Bills will be Super Bowl champions. I suppose if you want to extrapolate it to (laughs) the time in which our sun begins to lose its power and it becomes a bloated gaseous form and then expands into a red giant and swallows up the earth and destroys all mankind and this planet as we know it, yes, there is a good chance the Buffalo Bills from this point to that point that I just laid out, the end of life and the end of our world, oh, yeah. then yes, you're right. It's a matter of when. of if. It's when. Uh, it's when, not if. I'm sorry, a matter of when, <laughs> yeah. not if. Yeah. Um, will Sean McDermott be there? Who knows? Will we be living? Couldn't tell you. So I suppose from that standpoint, yeah. you're accurate. At some point, the Buffalo Bills will hoist the Lombardi Trophy. Here's the thing. I think Sean McDermott means he'll be the head coach. And it'll happen with Josh Allen as the quarterback (laughs) and not as the furthest reaches of the sun are licking at our collective atmosphere, ready to vaporize us. Okay, Uh, Stone, Stone, your initial reactions to that? Oh, same as yours. Uh, You used the phrase money quote. I did think it was money because it was eerily accurate. And uh, I do think the bills, it's not a matter of if it's when they win a Super Bowl. Like Theo said, if the NFL really is what it has been. Recently, like it makes sense. It adds up. Like they're going to have a shot at it. Patty will roll an ankle in week 14 next season, and the Bills will be up. Look They'll at him. on the clock. We just credited him for being optimistic. Yeah, and, you know, and, and now he's willing, he's wishing uh, Pat Mahomes' injury 
into existence. See, there's always optimism it, with me. There's optimism right there on the Buffalo side, regardless of oh, what okay. I said about Patrick Mahomes. You know what? Mahomes. That's true. That is very That's true. true. Wishing yeah. ill will on Patrick Mahomes doesn't mean that you're not optimistic and positive. It just means that you're being a hater. You're 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 creating an enemy. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, bingo. But in all seriousness, <laughs> I, I I do like the quote. I will co-sign on the fact that it is what he has to say. But more so for the Bills, and I think any other team in the league, it's the truth. I I, I think no other team is allowed to use wow. that quote as much as the Buffalo Bills are, in I, all honesty. I See, and I think, so therein lies where we defer. Like, mm. I think the Buffalo Bills should not be that confident that it's a matter of when, not well, if. And, right. Well, they should. They have to be, right? They have but, to be. But they do not have the no. outstanding right to be in that position. No. And they we're, are in the, we're not, and we're we're <laughs> acting like, Andy Reid was mentioned. We're acting like the Bills have been to four straight conference championship games. They are the Joel Embiid Whoa. of the NFL. They, they can't get Whoa. out of the second round. Only once have they been to the AFC championship game, and that have been in a COVID year. Yeah. Okay? So, for me, uh, this isn't like they're close. They're not close. Are they good? Sure. Do they win a whole hell of a lot of AFC East titles? Absolutely. Does that matter in the grand scheme of things? Hell no. I think it's wishful thinking from Sean McDermott, but I don't think that any Bills fan should take solace in the fact that Sean McDermott is coming off as overly positive about this. Who's closer to a Super Bowl win? The San Francisco 49ers under their head coach as currently constructed? Or the Buffalo Bills. The now, San Francisco 49ers. Now, that's because of Patrick Mahomes, though. I, I guess your okay. point is regardless. Yeah, well, Patrick Mahomes ain't going let me, like, let me Let me take it a step further. It has nothing to do with the Bills, though. Let it, me take yeah, it a step right. further. But that has a lot to do with the Bills because they're in the same conference. But yeah. This is going to sound like Tannenbaum with Jim Harbaugh as the head coach Uh-oh. in L.A. Uh, uh, the Stop. Chargers Stop. have just as good a chance as the Buffalo Bills do of going to the AFC Championship game this year. That's a crock. They've got an even worse chance because you know what division they're in? <laughs> That's fine. There'll be a wild card. That isn't, there'll be a wild card. That's fine. I feel what you're trying to say, though. But what, what? Shout out Mike T. Mike T. <laughs> Mike T. <laughs> Love you, my boy. How, how much closer is – the real question is how much closer is Mac Jones – to that MVP that Mike T predicted two years ago. Okay, well, that's not close. Okay. Uh, you know what? I still love you, Mike yeah, T. Yeah, Mike but, T's the man. Uh, maybe a little less love for that. Okay, still yeah, love Mike yeah. T. No, but but go back to the original point, or what Stone was saying is that the Bills should feel better about their Super Bowl promise than any other team in the NFL, in the NFL not named the Chiefs. And I think that's where I think there's a bit more of a separation. Like, I, if I'm a Bills fan, I wake up today a little more wary about our Super Bowl chances because of the fact that Josh Allen's money is now kicked in. Roster mm-hmm. construction is going to be tougher. Your GM's already been complaining about that for the past two years before that even was really a problem. Right. Now it's actually hitting. His cap hit is up there with the top quarterbacks in the league. You also got an aging Stefan Diggs who all year this year, though it kind of worked out in the end, was pouty. complaining, yeah. pouty. The chemistry issues were there. He was passionate. <laughs> he was passionate. He showed yes, emotion. Sir. You've been ravaged by injury, it feels like, especially on the defensive side every single year, and those guys are getting no younger. Like, Von Miller is on his last leg, literally. Like, you you lost one of your safeties. I think Micah Micah Hyde and Jordan Poirier, they haven't been healthy at the same time since, like, 2006. Right. I just think the Bills' outlook right now— Since junior high. Since junior high. I mean, these guys are really (laughs) thugging it out. I really think, for real, like, in all honesty, not even as a Chiefs fan and the person that wants to see the Bills fail— I really think they should be even more 
concerned. Like, the Ravens are really good. The Texans have C.J. Stroud now. The Colts might be on the uptick. The AFC, Joe Burrow is going to be healthy yeah. next year. That's the team that just right. bounced you out the right. playoffs. It's, like, it's clear there's been a window, and that window is not nearly as wide open and letting in a draft as it was three years right. ago. Josh Allen has a lot of career ahead of him. All I think is Sean McDermott, it's wishful thinking on his part, but if the Bills with Josh Allen as their leader do win a Super Bowl eventually, I don't necessarily think it's going to be because Sean McDermott is still the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. Like I I just, I have a hard time believing that. If we wanted to go back to uh, uh, the year of our Lord, 1993, and the Bills were in the midst of losing four straight Super Bowls, and Marv Levy stepped to the podium and said, it's not a matter of (laughs) if, it's a matter of when, then I'd say, you know what? Hey, Marv, I believe he's on track. Not Sean McDermott. Not sure. Get to a Super Bowl first or go to more than one conference championship game in a season when fans are allowed in the stands. Mm. Can I get a hypothetical question off on top of your hypothetical? Please do. Okay, so if the Sixers are the Bills, does that mean the Celtics are the Chiefs? No. No, because the Chiefs won something. Yeah, what kind of hypothetical? What Super kind of analogy Bowl. is that? Well, you're talking about the Sixers can't get out of the second round. The, I think the Celtics would be like the 49ers. There's so. an inevitable team in their way, and that's the no. Boston I'd say the Celtics. Heat are the 49ers. No, no. The Heat get there, but they don't win the title. The Celtics got there once. The 49ers have gotten there twice. Okay, this the is four, tough. The, you guys are. It's a good one, right? The 49ers convoluted. were favored in every single game they played this season. The Heat, that's the Celtics. complete opposite. That's the Celtics. Correct. I think the Celtics and 49ers. Like, who's the best roster in the NBA? The Celtics. Mm. Who's the best roster in the NFL? The 49ers. Okay. Like, all I right. feel like that's a... Might have to work out this coach. heat analogy yeah, a little tough. bit. All right, all right. You're right. You're just right. to bring it up. I see what you're saying. On. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, okay, Where are we with I the Bills? Where yeah. are we with the Bills? Uh, okay. McDermott might not yeah. even be the coach is yeah, what you're right, saying. Right. You know what? Screw the Bills at this point. And also... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to No, no. Make one more Bills point. This is the last point just based off of literally the conversation and the article you just read. And it was, again, that was great writing, by the way. I want to read the rest of that piece. Yeah, yeah. Tim Graham rules. Shout out Tim Graham. No, the example he gave was Andy Reid and the Philadelphia mm. Eagles. Mm-hmm. How'd that turn out? That's the example he gave. Right. The place that he was fired from and Andy Reid was fired from. And guess what? How many Super Bowls they won together with the Eagles? Uh, that would be zero. So literally, though his words mm-hmm. and his his proud bravado said one thing, the literal example, the literal like analogy he gave, it gave us probably what's going to happen. The Bills might win the Super Bowl. But it's probably going to be a different coach. Right. Might be the same quarterback, but it ain't going to be you, Sean McDermott. But hey, Godspeed to Sean McDermott. If he takes the same path, he'll go to like Tennessee and win three Super Bowls. Oh, hey, you know what? Maybe Maybe that's what he's predicting. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe (laughs) maybe he wasn't specific uh, enough. Maybe he was actually talking about the Tennessee Titans. I don't know why that team came to mind. I'm thinking defensive grit. I don't know. Will Levis. Uh, Yeah, but uh, certainly not going to be in the path of uh, offensive minded uh, football team. But forget the Bills for a moment, and it's easy for me to forget the Bills. Bleep them. In sports, what is not not a matter of if, but when? I love it. I love the quote from Sean McDermott because then we can start playing the hypothetical game. Let me tell you something right now. Something's cooking on Biscayne Boulevard. Uh Uh-oh. There is something cooking at Kaseya Center. And boy, it was cooking last night in Sacramento. No Jimmy Butler. No Jovich. Was it a Mexican dish? It was spicy. And its name was Jaime yeah. Jaquez yeah. Jr. The Heat didn't have Terry Rose here. Man. They were a shell of their former selves after the Pelicans decided to poke the bear on Friday night coming out of the All-Star break. It resulted in Jimmy Butler getting suspended. 
It resulted in... Thomas Bryant, Jovich? Yeah, Jovich, Bryant, all suspended. You know what? Didn't matter. This was, last night, this was the definition of an Eric Spolstra sicko mode performance. You were up 20 on the Sacramento Kings, the darlings of the league, and you win by double digits with Jaime Jaquez Jr. and Bam Adebayo leading the way. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, for me... For me, in sports, the Heat battling for the right to go to the NBA Finals this year is not a matter of if, but when. The wow. Heat on the doorstep of the Finals again is not a matter of if, but when. And I think it could happen this season. Things are just too rosy for the Celtics right now. Just too rosy mm. for the Celtics right now. Can we, can, we, can we hear the shot of the game from Jaime Jaquez Jr. The that came inside of a minute left to go last night and all but put this thing away. On the, the right block, Sabonis is guarding Jaime Jaquez Jr. Mm. Jaquez crosses him over puts him in the spin cycle, and then on his pivot foot, leans in, sheds the defender, and hits a 10-foot floater. This is how E. Reed, Eric Reed, our guy, called it on Bally Sports. 240 left him again. Hawkins against Sabonis. The rookie ducks in! Yes! Oh, oh, God, it was so clean. It was nasty. A little up and under action. I'm telling you, there, there's some, there's a confidence. There's an air of confidence right now with this basketball team, an edge with this basketball team. Are they going to have home court advantage in the playoffs? I don't think so. Yeah. But we, what we see with the Heat is they can, they can get in. Listen to Jimmy Butler. This was two days ago upon hearing of his suspension. This was Jimmy Butler on the Heat's chances going to a team that's going to be in the Western Conference playoffs. The Sacramento Kings on the road. Tough road trip. Coming off of suspension-laden fight game uh, against the Pelicans on Friday. Game the Heat also won shorthanded. Shot up Bam Adebayo. This was Jimmy Butler talking about what he expected of this Heat team in Sacramento. I mean, I want to go out there and I want to compete with my guys, as does Nico, as does TB. Um... I think we do have enough to get it done. Uh, it might be a little bit more difficult, but I know that these guys can do it. They've shown that they can do it all year long. This is no different on the road, first time of a back-to-back. Uh, we're expected to go out there and win, and that's what we're going to do. And they did. Jimmy called the shot. Wasn't there. He was eating, eating sushi with uh, Nikola Jovic last night, and they mm-hmm. documented it on, uh, on Instagram, just hanging out, being dudes. Uh, Let's go, Heat. This is them. Let's go, Heat. Eating sushi. Uh, Serving. Let's go, Heat. How you saying Serving? Ida. Who? Ida Heat. Just Ida. Ida Heat. Ida Heat. Ida Heat. Tell you what, man. Ida Heat. The power of friendship is back. Oh, yeah. In, in sports, the Heat going back to the finals with this group is not a matter of if, but when. This group, this Miami Heat team, Jimmy Butler as the leader and the pieces around him, them going back to the finals, not a matter of if, but when. I would say, can How about that for optimism? You you didn't take it far enough. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you didn't take it far enough. Oh, well, tell me how far I should take it, Theo. Because Don't do this. No, 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 no. Tell me how far I should take this. This is a team that we've seen reach the finals already twice. In the past four years, Mm -hmm. once against the Lakers, once against the Nuggets. It's a team that we saw be one shot away from making the finals in the year in between when Jimmy Butler could have hit that shot from the arc 
in what was that game seven? Game seven to go on to the NBA Finals. So Still we're talking hurts. about a team that literally three times in the past four years were either there or right there, one shot away from the NBA Finals. Yeah. And your hypothetical is that team can, if not win or win not if, make it back to the final. I think you're saying your I hypothetical should say championship. needs to be the Miami Heat with Jimmy Butler as the leader will be NBA champions. Boy. I'm just saying we got to throw some heat on this on this, fl- on this flame. You, I'm feeling tingly right now. That that got the loins of burning. Can I pour I some water on your guys' fire? I, okay. What do you what do you have to say? The Heat's championship window is more close than the Buffalo Bills championship window. I disagree with that. You want to know why? Because oh, no. the Heat have the best coach in the sport. Yeah. Sean McDermott, not the best coach in the sport. That is how about one of the biggest. You know what? Who's I better? take I take your cold water, I splash it back on you. Ready? Well, I'm coming double. I'm Don't coming do it. double. Don't here. do it. I know where you're going. Don't double do it. Josh double. Allen is better than Jimmy Butler. No. Okay, who cares? No. No. I won't give you but that. But that doesn't even hurt me. Uh, even if you want to say Ken that just it's close. I know he saw it. Like, stop stop conceding right now. <laughs> Josh Allen is... Has that fired back? Show, I'm still what tingling. Is he, what, is he, what has he shown us or earned to say that he's better than Jimmy Butler? And what the hell has Jimmy showed us or earned? Besides muscling his way to a finals appearance, two of them. And what did he Truth. do in those finals Besides appearances? Besides muscling his way into the As championship run twice what? and once as an eight seed uh, now, and one in the most pure playoff uh, environment we've ever seen in any sport. What else has he now done? Now we're crediting finals appearances? We've spent the past two well, weeks. Well, what the hell are we crediting for Josh Allen? What the hell are we crediting for Josh Allen? Yeah, I'm not getting there. stuff is Jimmy Butler. What the hell are we crediting for Josh Allen? Oh, my now, God. Now, I think take it easy on me. It's just hypothetical, okay? Right? It's not real. No, because. Uh, see, just, now he's feeling threatened. No, I'm, I feel <laughs> triggered. Now you got me out of my yeah, sword. Yeah, I mean, I stand by it. I wasn't making it up. I wasn't trying to be you funny. You triggered Theo. How would Josh Allen ever be considered better than Jimmy Butler? I think he mean. I don't see well, it. I almost said he means more to his team, but I, I think yeah, that can still doesn't. be argued. He doesn't. He literally doesn't. I'm just here to throw some cold water on you guys. <laughs> you guys were getting all tingly and hot in there. I'm over here on the other side <laughs> no, of the glass. Here's where I'll, I'll, I'll give credit to them. Maybe Josh Allen does mean more to his team because I tell you what, Jimmy, he knows now in the playoffs who can he trust. Yeah. Jaime, who can he trust? Bam. Yeah. Jaime's got uh, – sorry, I almost – Freudian slip. I almost called this Jaime's team. Mm. Boy, wishful thinking. Like two years never from now, played a and playoff Jaime, game. Jaime Hawkins Jr. is going to be the face of this team. Hey, I don't make the rules. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Um. But but Josh Allen, I, I don't think that the parts around him get maximized. The the Bills don't make anybody better around them. Josh Allen, he's sort of on an island. This Heat organization, they're better equipped with their coach, with yeah. their front office, uh, to to push themselves into a championship position. So fine, I'll give you Josh Allen's better than Jimmy Butler. I don't. Jimmy I don't. Butler is in a better situation every single year and maximizes it as well. I'll, and I'll, the vibes are always high. The Heat win literally because of Jimmy Butler. The Bills win literally because of Josh Allen. But more often than it is the case for Jimmy Butler. Where was Jimmy last night? The Bills lose because of Josh yeah. Allen's mistakes. Yeah. And in games that Josh Allen doesn't play, and what would the Bills do? Lose every single time out on the field. He don't set the, he don't set the stage no. right. He yeah. don't have the culture on his back right. like don't that. Don't disrespect Mitch hey, forget like that. But this wasn't a Jimmy <laughs> Butler conversation. This is a heat culture. It is a heat culture conversation. conversation. In sports, you know what? I'm going to – I'm. you know what, Theo? I appreciate you workshopping Thank it you. for me, and I'm taking that. Thank you. In sports, <laughs> a heat championship with this current core is not a matter of if but when. Yes. In sports – the Heat Championship with this score. Jimmy winning a title 
is not a matter of if, but when. For you in sports, what is not a matter of if, but when? What is not a matter of if, but when? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. By the way, in sports, Tom Herman, FAU head coach, joining the show. Not a matter of if, but when. Hey. And that when is at 140 today in sports Levicka Theo and Stone grade things not a matter of if but when that happens in the one o'clock hour good god we're packed when we come back Theo gives his hypothetical Stone gives his hypothetical we take your calls we get to your social media in sports what is not a matter of if but when 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 social media at klv1063 and you can watch us on youtube in our 4k glory that's theo that's stone i'm ken lavica theo and stone espn 1063 from the anajar and levine accident attorney studios it's lavica theo and stone on espn 1063 Right now, if you go to YouTube, where you can watch us at ESPN West Palm Play, do I have a gift for all of you? Go to YouTube right now. You will see a photo, a glorious photo of a bald eagle. God bless America is what I say. If you want a dose of early afternoon patriotism and you want to know what makes this fine land great, you go to YouTube right now. ESPN West Palm Play. Subscribe. Watch Levicka Theo and Stone live. It's this radio show, but you're watching us do it. What a treat. And right now, fully extended wings of a beautiful bald eagle, the national bird. Look at the claws on that thing, man. My God, the talons I like is what you, they're called. I like, what you, <laughs> I like what you did there. If you care about America. If you care about America, you'll go to YouTube right, right. now and see this bald eagle soaring and midair. If you don't care about America, yeah. then don't come to our YouTube. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing right that's now. That's right. That's right. Could keep disrespecting. Some people. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> keep disrespecting this nation if you don't go to YouTube right now. And you know, right it up. looks like this bald eagle. This bald eagle is swooping down. To catch some prey and dominate, just like the United States of America oh, does yeah. on a regular well, that's basis. That's well done. Yeah. That's well done. God bless America. Okay. In sports, what is not a matter of if, but when? In sports, what is not a matter of if, but when? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Also dominating, by the way, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Uh, speaking of the nation, the great U.S. of A, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, number one in this country, both 
the contiguous 48, as well as Alaska and Hawaii. Number one postgraduate sport management degree program in the entire country. Number 10 in the world, according to Sport Business. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Your path to the sports industry. Lock in, get in, get your degree, and get your job in sports. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA sport, fau.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Ray Ray messages on YouTube. Can we get Theo's camera lowered? He's always looking up. The answer to that is I don't know, Ray, because where Theo is sitting, he's looking at me, looking in the eyes. We're engaging in human conversation, and we're just going to have to deal with it so that's the thing like i'm you know of course like i i come from my background is tv i'm used to looking into cameras but this doesn't feel personable right this doesn't feel genuine realistic i I look up because ken is right on the other side that's right that's right i'm talking to a person we're having a big boy convo about sports i'm sorry about that though i'll try every now and then to make my points looking at the camera but this feels weird uh, real quick, real. for those who might be tapping in late and now they're just getting to YouTube, let's see that bald eagle one more time. There it is. Hey, there it is. That is a beautiful ah! bald eagle. There is no finer photo, in oh, fact, no. I've ever seen of a bald eagle. And uh, that was audio enhancement from Stone Lebanowitz. Go to YouTube right now, ESPN West Palm Play. Oh! Subscribe, Levicka, Theo, and Stone. That oh! was Theo's not as good as Stone. Owl. The That's bald eagle owl. right there. Okay, Enjoy it. And uh, make sure that uh, you, you, oh! you tell yourself, boy. Uh, America is great. Oh, no, we're getting further and further away from an so accurate bald eagle. Sound? Dying rabbit. Like, can you pull up? Can you go to YouTube real quick and just find a bald eagle call? Good call. Yeah. Oh, just so we have a uh, point of, of reference for this, because I, I get the feeling Theo is not close. What if he is close? I get the feeling he's never heard an eagle before. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's more of a screechy, oh. um, uh, sharp, uh, enhanced sound that will echo through canyons uh so stone's working on that very pertinent to what we're doing today uh in sports what is not a matter of if but when what is not a matter of if but when 888-760-3776-888-760-3776 uh jeff messages in someone on the mets gets hurt and it goes from day to day to maybe the all-star break it's not a matter of if but when you know what I think that's accurate. That's about one. I think that's pretty, pretty good. David says Jim Harbaugh wears out his welcome. Yeah. Yeah, he inevitably will. He's done it every place he's gone. He had worn out his welcome in Michigan, and he won a national championship. You know what's going to happen, though, before Jim Harbaugh wears out his welcome with the Chargers? He's going to probably go to a Super Bowl. <sighs> I know that you're, you're, you no, hate to say no. it because of it's, in-division hatred. I understand that. He's that. a Chiefs fan. I, it's not even that. I think it's just not a safe assumption in the AFC, not even just in Patrick Mahomes' division. All right, how about if I change it to a respectable playoff team? He's going to have a good playoff team. He's going to make a really good playoff team out of the Chargers. You just can assume nothing. The AFC is is a gauntlet right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Like, look how good the Texans look, and they're that young. We can't even assume they'll be back in the playoffs next year. So I just, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, tough for me. It's a tough call. Let's uh let's hear this bald eagle. Let's hear how a bald eagle sounds. Oh. Here try again. That was a bit expedited. There it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard you that were not sound. even close. I heard that sound. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, what I said. It's more of a possibly... piercing uh and and you know a bald eagle's uh in the in the vicinity if when you, you hear, hear that. that. One more time. <laughs> it's flying by. There it is. Oh. That's the last thing you hear before it uh, attaches its talons in your skull and drags you to the nest. 
if you're a rodent. Yeah, I'm about to say, or, uh, you're not grabbing me. And if you hate America. He's snatching me up yeah, like that. Yeah, but if you respect America, you respect the sound Baldy, of a bald eagle. Yeah. Right. Cool guy. What in the hell are we talking about? Talking about We're not talking about the bills anymore. The if, not when. If, not when. It's a matter of when, not if. What? In sports. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. That's in it. sports, what is not a matter of if, but when? Uh, Theo, what is a matter of if, not when? Um, do you see? I never even watched this movie, but I've seen this scene over and over again, like on Twitter and gifs or gifs or however you say it. GIFs. But the um, the waiting to exhale, where Angela Bassett is walking <laughs> away from that flaming house behind her. Uh-huh. Boy, just, I did not expect waiting to exhale come up in this on. conversation. Come on, like a that's classic. It. A, 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 an instant classic that I have obviously not watched, but <laughs> it is a matter of when, not if. That same gif you know of Angela Bassett walking away mm. from that fiery house is going to be the scene that we see of Deion Sanders walking away from the Colorado Buffs. It is a matter of when, not if. That thing's going to turn into a conflagration beyond anything we've ever seen. This is like the most incredible, like, I, the more and more I learn about what Deion Sanders, his coaching staff, and his current roster are doing and their behaviors whether that's the fact that they only had seven high school football commits in their 2024 class, some really good commits, yeah, but just seven. So when you're building a college football program, generally you want to get some guys in the program, get some some talent in there early that you can shape up, you can build up, they can be there for the next All three or four years. All Deion's doing is portal picking. He's only portal picking, and even in the portal – He's not even getting the cream of the crop anymore. He's like a top five portal class right now. He's getting some good guys. He got in the FAU's Lejante Wester, number one receiver in the nation, in my humble opinion. That 100, sucks. One hundred percent. He's getting some guys, but he's getting these guys on these one year rentals, these two year rentals. We've always known that Deion Sanders always has been in this thing for himself. It's mm. always been about prime. It's been like that since he was in college playing football himself, and that hasn't changed. It's also mostly right now about his sons. And with his son likely going into his final year at Colorado, with that roster not looking very ready-made to contend in the Big 12, likely going to be a seven-win team at best, an eight-win team at best, fingers crossed, this Deion Sanders tenure as the Colorado Buffs head coach is not only going to be short-lived, it's going to come with very poor results. And, and, and what Colorado is left with when that dude walks out the door which is likely going to be when his sons are graduated and going off to the NFL or wherever they go afterwards, is going to be a bloody mess. And we're going to look back on that as, yes, you got a lot of brand relevance out of this. People care about the buffs. Celebrities went to your games. You were cool for a couple years. That program was a one-win team before Dion got there. It's going to be a one-win team for years afterwards if they don't find a guy to come in and clean it up the correct way. I love Dion Sanders. Big supporter of what he's got going. Love what he did for Jackson State. I even like the bravado. I'm a huge fan of yeah. people that walk and talk like that, but he's a very spiritual man. Faith without works is dead. And he's tweeting out all of these confident Bible verses and, and parables and lessons and how all these great things, they're coming to Colorado. We believe, I believe. But then you hear from high school coaches and they're like, yeah, haven't seen anybody from the Colorado staff at this school. And then it's a bunch of under. I think it was actually an article in the Athletic that came out recently, outlining how Houston area high school coaches are like, yeah, yeah, we've seen Elko, mm-hmm. we've seen you know whoever. Name your college football coach that's serious about getting guys in house. Yeah. 
Not just Dion, his whole coaching staff has not been showing up to recruit these kids, apparently. Dion sounds like he's using Boulder as a rental. Yeah. Boulder is a rental for Dion Sanders. A rental just like what he used Jackson State as uh-huh. priorly. And what is the common denominator? Because also, let's not forget, before Jackson State, before it Colorado. Was his, the school that he. It was a school to do, yeah, mate. Yeah. He is literally <laughs> in our faces building programs and teams around the literal success of his sons, which is an honorable thing to do for you and your family. But let's not make it something greater than what it is. This is all about Dion. This is all about anybody whose last name is Sanders. And anything he touches. You hear nothing about them afterwards. What has Jackson State been since Dion left? They've been all right. All right. Not Dion level, all right. Not relevant at all. Right. What is, what, I don't know. I don't even know if the school's still no, the open. School, that he had. I think the school's dead. Yeah. I think like, it went away. He's <laughs> leaving things in a bit of a fiery mess, and he's I think Colorado's going to be the. He's, wait, who's Professor a, Dion? He's a professor. He, he teaches a class at Colorado now. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, Dion Sanders right. does? Yeah. Well, that's great. And again, <laughs> I don't even have anything against Dion. I come in this as a guy that's objectively, yeah, but it's clear a fan what's happening. It's just it's so yeah. clear, and it also the timeline lines up perfectly with his son. You're right. Who was the right. quarterback? This is a clear case. We've all played little league football, little league basketball, little league baseball. This is a clear case of a coach who's doing everything possible to make his son succeed. And and forget forget all of his sons. It's. Shador. Well, just Shador, yeah. <laughs> He's not worried about yeah. what's, what's yeah. happening with Shador. You know Shiloh how he next. has his kid rankings? The fact he created a school for Shador and then went to Jackson State for yes. Shador and then went to Colorado and brought along Shador. Yeah. Uh, he's always number one in the uh, in the kid rankings. He's number one forever. In the Sanders household. I want to pile on in a good way Theo's theory on the Colorado Buffs. I'm going to take it as far as to say North Dakota State beats the Buffs week one. Oh, my goodness. FCS North Dakota State. So, would that be in sports? <laughs> It's not a matter of if, but when North Dakota State beats Colorado in week one. Well, I guess we know when, though. <laughs> oh, I guess when. Yeah, that, that, it's, it's a matter of if and when. Yeah, we're calling our shot more so. Yeah. At the, yeah. <laughs> the Bison beat the Buffs week one. Are Bison and Buffaloes the same thing, by the way? That's a great question. I think they might be. Can we look that up? Are Bison and Buffaloes the same thing? A little a little buff-on-buff uh, buff crime? Yeah, figure that out. I think yeah. it's got to be very Are similar. Are Buffalo and Bison the same thing? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. when we get back from break, tune into the YouTube. We'll be showing some Bison and Buff, and you guys tell us what you <laughs> yeah. think. Why yeah. do y'all say Bison? Like, it's Bison. No, it's not. It's Bison? It's Bison. Are you uh, serious? Like, 100%. Bro, I don't know. I, I would refute that. I would say it's Bison. <laughs> but, but I know. Okay. I know too. My the, the rival school of my college was the Howard Bison. Bison. Bison is like the Caucasian way of like ruining it, though. Of saying Bison. Yeah. Well, if there's right. one thing Theo is, it is overly yeah. Caucasian. <laughs> yeah. I'm like uh, <laughs> in in sports. In sports, what is not a matter of if but when? What is not a matter of if but when the Heat with Jimmy Butler leading that core, with them winning a title, is not a matter of if but when, in my opinion. Deion Sanders leaving Colorado a flaming mess. Not a matter of if, but when. What about you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media open at KLV1063. Also, are Buffalo and Bison the same thing? And is it Bison, not Bison? Bison. Holy crap. That's Theo. <laughs> That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, still not close. it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Do that one more time and then play the actual bald eagle uh, screech, please. 
So, because you can't, we already heard the bald eagle yeah. screech, and then yours wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah, no. No. I don't know. The it's audacity way, of you. Yeah. By the way, if you go to ESPN West, if you go to ESPN West Palm Play on YouTube right now, where you're watching the show, or you should be watching the show, we offer up a photo of actress Sydney Sweeney. Oh, oh, oh. No? Oh, no, I don't think that one's appropriate for play <laughs> no, right it now. It is. It is. Stand the, way on. The, the way he clicked off of oh, it. Oh, this is great. This will give you time yeah. to get to YouTube, yeah, ESPN there, West Palm Play, because we are rewarding you for watching us on YouTube. That's right. With more baldy. No, that, right. that still wasn't even close. No, that's no. All right, no, okay, no, we're not doing sorry, that. I'm we're sorry. not doing that. Uh, just let me know when you're ready, Stone. Just let me ready. Uh, let me know when uh, when you're ready. Uh, as we continue to talk about in sports, what is not a matter of if, but when. Good news, if you go to YouTube right now, ESPN West Palm Play, you will see Sydney Sweeney. There she is, Sydney Sweeney. Nice. Australian native uh, and arguably the, the hottest actress on the planet in a multitude of ways right now, Sydney Sweeney, right nice. there. Just ESPN in. West Palm Play on YouTube. My advice or what I would do is go to YouTube, mute it, and just stare at Sydney Sweeney. And just yeah. press pause. Hey, Stone, show us your hands over there. Okay, just making <laughs> sure. Up. Just making They're sure. Up. All right. They're up. Okay, where's his so other there hand? There you go. You, you, <laughs> you've, been, you've been rewarded. <laughs> Sydney Sweeney, if you go to ESPN West Palm Play on YouTube where you're watching this program. Uh, let's go to the phones <laughs> in sports. What is not a matter of if, but when? Oh, and we do have clarification. There is a difference, apparently, between bison and and buffalo. Wow. Can we, know. before we bring Joe on, can we all take a crack at what he's about to say? Oh, yeah. That would be good. Oh, Luka Doncic NBA title, for sure. I'm going to go Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl. Okay. No, I'm going to change it. I'm actually going to go Dak Prescott MVP. Oh, oh that, okay. That is all. Okay. I'm going to say that Joe is in a bad frame of mind with the Cowboys, mm. and it's not a matter of if, but when Jerry Jones mm. dies before the Cowboys win Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. Nice guesses. That's a good one. <laughs> nice guesses all around. <laughs> We're on it today. Uh, Joe in Jupiter, oh, uh, Cowboys fan. I'm the at Theo in Stone. Hi, Joe. Hey, you're making me laugh once again. How are y'all? Good, good. I will say y'all are close, but you're not accurate. First of all, I never thought I'd be Googling Sydney Swinney today, but wow. Oh, um, you weren't away. You uh, weren't familiar wow. with her game, were you? Not at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. I am now. So, <laughs> anyways. So he'll be distracted for the next for couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a picture of her feet, though, I mean, Joe. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go feet. That, although feet are awesome. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and clip that, so, too. So. I got a – oh, my gosh. I got a um, – Sports hypothetical at the end that I've actually mentioned a couple of years ago, and I do have a not if but when. Uh-huh. You're close. My if not if but when. Luca is going to win the MVP. Okay. I don't know if it's this year, it, yeah. but it will be in the next Basketball. two or three yeah. years. It, but it, that's a pretty easy. Yeah. I think that's easy money. Yeah. All all things considered, Joe, I think that's a very good safe bet of yours. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I like to try to save my money whenever I can. No doubt. Because I lose it in other ways. So. My prediction, I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago uh, when y'all were doing sports, uh, not predictions, but the hypotheticals, and I asked you about the Mavericks and the Heat in the finals. It's probably been two years. I think that's the year that we made it to the Western Conference finals and the loss to the 
to the um, to Golden State, mm. and then I don't know what the Heat did, but they were, and I I know it was projected for both teams to go very far, and then I was asking y'all if we got to the finals, who you think would win? So if this happens, now it's a long shot. I think the Heat have a better chance. Agreed, because they're strong, um, and I'm not a Heat hater, uh, but obviously you know my I live and die with the Mavericks, and you know with our new additions. Although I will say, Ken, the other the other day, whenever you were talking bad about Mark Cuban, come on now, he's not a bad owner. Well, first of all, that was Theo that brought I mean, us in, but I agreed with Theo. <laughs> he's a bad owner, dude. Okay, but you did say that. He, he didn't say he was a bad owner, but remember what you said. Something no, like from he was his, not. the front office component of his job, he hasn't done the most savory work. I think he's a good owner uh, that you'd love to play for. I think some of his front office decisions have been a bit uh, flawed since Dirk. Okay. Is that fair? Okay, but we do have two new additions with P.J. Washington and Daniel Gafford, who leads the league in field goal percentage right, right. now, which I never really All had right, heard Joe, of. Joe, let's not get into the minutiae anyway. here. Let's just keep it broad. Okay. Uh, Mavericks, Heat, finals. Who wins? Heat. Hypothetical. Six. Six. Mavs. Yeah. Eight and you seven. think they're clearly a better team than the Mavericks? Not no. clearly, but uh, worthy of beating them in uh, in six. Uh, yeah. Appreciate the what? call, Joe. Appreciate I, the call. Now I, I, I can't. I just can't do. Uh, we're Joe, done. We love you, but I can't do Maverick Sports. We tap. We tap. Fifteen minutes. We tap. I, I've watched. I watched Andrew Wiggins literally like, like I. I mean, I don't want to say strap up, but really, really, really get into uh, Luka Doncic in a playoff series and, and force him into some bad misses. Mm. And Andrew Wiggins got a contract off of that. I think the Heat will be able to figure out Luka Doncic in the finals. Well, will they be able to figure out Daniel Gafford? <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, that's a great question. Well, first they got to figure out who he is. They got to be like, okay, the yeah, 42. First, let me go to Google, <laughs> like, and then we can assess that. That was okay. a good one, Theo. Can we, can, can we real quick, I just need to, and I promise I'm not disrespecting anybody here, because the intentions Uh-oh. are good. Go for it. Here at ESPN West Palm, okay? Yes. Today we are celebrating... <laughs> Checks calendar on February 27th. Today we're celebrating Black History Month here in the ESPN West Palm offices, the square, uh, downtown West Palm Beach. So, like, that's great. That's great. <laughs> I don't know what happened the previous 26 days of the I, month. I'm clueless. But needless to say... I mean, we on this show, on day one, we were excited about yeah. entering into Black History Month. So we're doing it on the 27th, whatever, better late than never. And we're in a leap year, so we still have three days. Um, it does make me concerned that maybe we're celebrating the end of Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> it, it draws concern for me that we waited until hey it was over to be like, woohoo! Thank God Black History Month is over. Good riddance. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so... What is the the traditional fair in which we'll be dining upon for the celebration of Black History Month here in the ESPN West Palm offices? Chips and salsa and guacamole. It says that in the in the in the description. No, it's no, it's there. It's on the table it's in the kitchen. In the it's kitchen. in the kitchen. I was like, what's that for? And someone's like, Black History Month. Black History Month. <laughs> I haven't pulled up right now. Oh man! Like, I, I listen. It's good. It's good that it's we're good all snack. coming together, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna celebrate Black History Month. I just feel like, at the very least, maybe we should just go with chips and dip. Yeah. Now here's the problem, though. Too if if Theo walked in and we're like, Theo, look, 
Happy Black History Month. Here's some oxtail and collard greens. Yeah. That's probably not sending the right, right message either. Like, that's probably us maybe taking it a thousand steps too far. Yeah. And we've seen we've seen <laughs> corporations so and companies uh-huh. have misguided its sense yeah, at celebrating Black History Month. We didn't Month want to Michael past. Scott this yeah. thing. So, so chips and salsa was safe. Chips and salsa was safe, but but it is traditionally a Mexican dish. So it's safe, but it's just weird. In the in the in the pantheon of black <laughs> culinary fare, where does salsa work its way in, Theo? I mean, <laughs> whenever we eat Mexican food, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's the only thing that's so funny about it is because it's like. That's funny. Yes, it is a it's a snack that we're, no black person's now, turning down. Now we're making people mad, and we're not blaming it. No. I just find it funny. If you can't find the inherent uh-oh. hilarity uh-oh. in uh oh, station mom Jess. Is, oh, she's uh, in there. She is upset. I'll, I'll say something too. Let, let's just be honest. All right, it's like you know, it's not we're not it's not a lot of black guys in this office, right? Yeah. So. You don't want to just get all black specific food. Yeah. Like, yeah, get some chips and sauce and guac. At least the whole office can then celebrate and enjoy Black History Month. And, you know, maybe you just hit me up on the side. Hey, here's 20 bucks. <laughs> Go get you some lunch, wherever you want. <laughs> oh, no, you can't turn Black History Month into a, uh, like a Theo celebration. Just, no, That's Thomas what too. Theo's proposing. Oh, Dean yeah. Thomas, too. Dean, too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Station mom, Jess, um, uh, she, she, she seems perturbed. <laughs> and I didn't mean for that. to. I, I just found it inherently funny that there were chips and salsa out there as we celebrate Black and History Glock. Month. Uh, what was the process here, uh, Jess? I sent out an email. Uh-huh. Asking for snack suggestions uh-huh. because there are so many times we need snacks. Yeah, that's a great point. And the only time I got any kind, stop crying. <laughs> the only response I got uh-huh. was chips and salsa and guacamole. Wait, so was that is Theo, what we're having. Theo was included on this I was email. Included. He sure was. He just doesn't read my email. <laughs> oh, now this changes oh, this everything. Changes everything. This absolutely changes everything. You could have Thank taken you, the... Station Mom Jess. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the clarification. Yeah, I appreciate You're you. welcome. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That was great. That was good clarification. Did you guys see that email, by the way? Of course. You did. Because you didn't even know the email got sent to everybody. Both of you guys also didn't see the email or respond to Me it, so Ken I am not are, on the hook. We, I'm here to celebrate Black History Month, not to provide the food options. <laughs> okay. Spiced up. Black History Month. Yeah, spiced it up. Oh, yeah. Spicing it up. Spice it up with Mexican food. (laughs) (laughs) I I love it. I love it. What were me and Ken supposed to respond? Right. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Get some black-eyed peas. We would have (laughs) said- Like, what do you you want me to do? I don't know. We talked to Theo, and he said he'd be interested in blah, blah, blah. There you go. There you go. Now, also- Yes, it is on me to respond to more emails. I got to get better at that. Well, a thousand percent when it comes to Black History Month uh, events. Especially when it comes to Black History Month events. But while you're still here, Station Mom Jess, it's the 27th of February, right? (laughs) I do not pick when we celebrate. (laughs) What you do? All I do is buy the snacks. Yeah, she gets gets told, hey, let's execute this. And she executes it. When was that email sent out? Last week. <laughs> you know what happened? There was a meeting somewhere. And somebody was like, oh, crap. We have not done anything for Black History Month as a station. Somebody buy some snacks. And then just sends out the email. And then probably like, I don't know who responded. I'm not going to put it on anybody. Says, hey, chips and salsa and guac. I love that. And we went it. with it. Which is oh, a great man. process. I love it. It is great. It, it is just inherently hilarious. It's inclusive. It, it is, is inclusive. It is inclusive. Yes. 
Yes, it is very inclusive. So what, Shout out to what our we should do on Cinco de Mayo <laughs> right, is let Theo plan the meal here. Yes. Yeah. Don't even send out an email. Text me about Cinco de Mayo <laughs> or Mexican Heritage yeah. Month, month, and yeah. I'll make sure we yeah. hook it up. Yeah. See, that's the solution. That's the solution. That's, that's fair play. That's what we do here. What are the odds that we hear about this in the break? Oh, we're going to get in trouble. Oh, boy. <laughs> we're in trouble. I'm not walking out Ooh, there. Oh, the boy. Yeah, <laughs> right we're going to barricade ourselves in right these studios. Uh, that's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken LeVick at Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3.